Happy holidays from the Rail Splitter. This week we're talking about gift ideas for the Rail Splitter on your list. Splitter, the Abraham Lincoln Podcast. My name is Jeremy. With me today are Rail Splitter Mary. Hey, Rail Splitters. And Rail Splitter Nick. What's up? Fans are awesome. Fans. All right. Wow, I was waiting for you to talk about their devices. All right. Um, so thanks for tuning in to our special holiday episode. It is December 6th. We are going to give you all kinds of great ideas uh for the rail splitters on your list or probably more appropriately for you to put on your list and then to send to your loved ones in the hopes that they will purchase those gifts for you or make those gifts for you or whatever it is to get you those gifts uh, so that you can enjoy them Um, or you could always just kind of give them for your loved one and hope they'll share Uh, but anyway we've got all kinds of lincoln related gift ideas for you but before we get into that we do like to start our show with Lincoln related news. Um, so I think the as far as presidential news goes, of course, the news cycle was dominated as it should be uh, by the passing of President George H.W. Bush, uh, Bush 41. Uh, and it was interesting, and Dr. Bauer actually pointed out for, uh, for me or for us that um, President Bush was uh, lying in state in the Capitol Rotunda using the catafalque that President Lincoln uh, used. He didn't use, I guess. They used for President Lincoln uh, and built for President Lincoln. So um, I thought that was a neat connection uh, to what we talk about on the show and President Lincoln. And I think any time a president passes, it's a good uh, chance, uh, those of us who are interested in presidential history, to do a little bit of reflecting. Um, I was having an interesting conversation with a colleague this morning about kind of how people are remembered in death. And I think the tributes to the 41st president have been touching and moving and um, you know, there have certainly been folks who have come out and said, hey, you know, he wasn't perfect, um, which of course he wasn't, and I disagree still with many of the things that he did, um, and I think a lot of, some of the things he did were worse than others, uh, the war on drugs being at the top of that list, but, in the ramifications of that, but that's a whole other conversation, and we're not here to talk about that, uh, but I do think it's interesting from a historical standpoint, um, and we talk about this with Abraham Lincoln all the time, how folks are remembered in death, uh, perhaps a little bit more positively than, than they may have been in life. And I think that's kind of contributed a little bit to the myth that is Lincoln, which, of course, we're huge fans of Lincoln here on the show, but we do definitely try as hard as we can to point out that he was not a perfect man, as no one is. Um, and um, But, you know, I was just kind of thinking about that point. So uh, the 41st president, we talked a little bit about his son last week because he's going to get the Lincoln Leadership Prize. Um, But uh, it's always kind of fun for me as a presidential trivia and presidential history geek to see all the the ex-presidents together and, you know, the first ladies and vice presidents and second ladies and all that kind of stuff together. I thought it was pretty neat. So I didn't know if either one of you had any thoughts on the passing of Bush 41 or the funeral procession or funeral um, service or anything like that. I watched a couple of the speeches. One of them was former Prime Minister of Canada, Brian Mulroney. Um, have to admit, I didn't realize what good friends uh, they had been. I thought his speech was very eloquent and just, you know, some just summed up, like, not only their friendship, but I think who uh, he was as a person, too. And I saw his son's eulogy, which, uh, I mean you know not putting politics aside uh i thought it was very touching and uh, i'll be honest i cried it made me cry to listen to it um just the part about you know how he's up there in heaven holding his wife's hand again and all that um but i thought it was interesting to watch the funeral train um one of um my followers and my friend, and also he's been very supportive of the show, Lincoln Belongs to the Ages, has been posting about the funeral train. 
as well as some trivia about Lincoln's funeral train. But um, I didn't realize that the the Bush funeral train, like they put plexiglass, I guess, on the sides of it. And then as it passed by, people could could see it, which I think is really, you know, that's a moment if you're a kid, you're going to remember forever. Um, so I think it's, it's very interesting as somebody who's interested in the history of the presidents to watch this all unfold. Maybe the next Teddy Roosevelt's there watching the train go by. Then that's, Teddy that's, that's literally the same thought that I had. in New York City. <laughs> I had that exact thought. Um, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Wasn't going to be good, probably. Most of it isn't. Um, yeah, no, I thought about the funeral train because I saw that in the news the other day. A little bit quicker journey um, to D.C. to Houston what it was for uh, as far as days and hours from back in uh, Lincoln's day for sure. So, uh, sure, it had to be more though to Houston. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I, I liked that they did the train. I think that was you know, it was a nice touch. Yeah. I liked uh, a couple of powerful images. Of course, the dog got a lot of play. Mm-hmm. Uh, his service uh, dog laying there, though. That was that was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then uh, Bob Dole um, standing yeah. up to salute uh, George H. W. Bush, who was a veteran himself. So. Um, I thought that was cool as well. To, and you see that a lot from that generation. Those guys will do everything they can to get up and salute another veteran. So those are always powerful moments, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Um, the, the Bob Dole uh, moment was, was quite moving. Um, and I think that, um, well, his service is sometimes overlooked too. Bob Dole um, and one of my heroes, uh, Daniel Inouye, were – um, I believe they actually met when they were both after they had both been wounded in um, Italy in World War II, and had like remarkably similar wounds. Uh, Daniel, anyway, who he was a longtime senator from the state of Hawaii um, and uh, Japanese American. Um, he lost his arm in World War II, and uh, Bob Dole lost, for, for all intents and purposes, lost use of one of his arms. Um, and uh, so I've always thought that their relationship was very interesting because they were from different political parties, um, but had met in a you know, war hospital and um, then served many years in the Senate. But so I was thinking of him because he, he passed not long ago and, um, and yeah, Bob Dole's respect for his service and um, just kind of that uh, quiet, you know, so, so, so moving with no words at all. Just, just very, very cool moment. Um, And uh, um, yeah, obviously George HW Bush's life of service starting with, um, him being a pilot, which was extremely dangerous, obviously, in World War II. So much respect for him and, and his years of service, uh, whether or not we agreed with uh, his politics or the repercussions. Um, you know, definitely, I think you could say he was a good person. Um, and both he and his son, I think, um, have, him more than his son, actually, probably, have taken on the role of ex-president. Um, a role that I argue uh, Jimmy Carter kind of invented or, you know, largely created. It wasn't really a thing uh, with ex-presidents being humanitarians or I don't even know if activist is the right word, uh, more than humanitarians and, and just continuing to provide service. But George H.W. Bush definitely um, continued on in that tradition. Um, and his grace in um, embracing Bill Clinton and working together with him, I think, is um, something that's extremely important in and will be extremely important in the um, the history of this era of politics, um, just because 1992 was not a pleasant election, um, and those two people, you know, bitterly were bitter rivals, um, and for them to to work together and some of the stories that, that they had when, you know, being, you know, responding to different. Um, efforts to help out folks is, is really, really very moving. And I think that it kind of, um, gives us a little bit of hope for maybe some, some unity here coming up. Um, and, and they, they definitely showed it. And it's kind of funny. And then you hear like first lady, Barbara Bush was no fan of <laughs> the, the whole thing. I don't even think she really liked, which was kind of, kind of a funny, funny little angle to the whole thing. So, and I agree, Mary, about, um, uh, 43's eulogy was was quite moving just as a as a father as a son as a person you know like just the way that he talked about his family I thought was quite cool so 
any time that we lose a, a president, I think it's an interesting time, especially for people who are interested in presidential history. So um, all the best to the Bush family as they um, go through this. And, um, you know, we can talk about politics at another time. I think this was uh, um, always, you know, uh, a moving time, I think, for our country. So um, and uh, and we got to see that uh, Dan Quill still around. So. He, I'm not, you know, I hate to talk about how people look, but he, that made me feel old. Because I remember when he was, like, too young to be vice president, you know, yeah. not enough experience. And then he, he was at the funeral, I'm like, my goodness, he looks so old. <laughs> um, but anyway. I know, I mean, when he was vice president, he lost the spelling bee. I mean, that's how young he was. Potato. Need a guy. Potato, yeah. potato. <laughs> the tough one. You should have asked them to use it in a sentence. Yeah. Always ask to use it in a sentence. Do they do smelling music in Canada? Wrong. Yes, but you know we spell stuff differently up here, right? Yeah, I do know that. Like A would be a legitimate <laughs> one to ask, and if you if you fail that, then you get kicked out of the country. <laughs> That's good. I was terrible at the spelling bee when I was in uh, grade school. God, I was I like dreaded that moment. I'm like, oh my god, I can't spell anything. I'm just like, <laughs> just let me get out like with a nod, like a tough word that I can't spell that well. You know, like where I would be laughed at. Like most kids be, oh yeah, that is tough. But yeah, sorry, I'm going back living bad memories. So, Nick, we uh, were. We share your pain with spelling. We won't ask you to do any spelling for our holiday gift ideas here, uh, but we do need to um, transition over to our gift ideas. So uh, for the main bulk of the show today, we're hoping that we can give you plenty of ideas for the rail splitter on your holiday list, or more appropriately, probably, or more accurately anyway, uh, we will probably give you ideas that you can put on your list to supply for your loved ones, and hopefully they will get you many of the things on the list. Um, or you could always get them for your loved ones and hope they share, um, or just, you know, subtly drop hints all the time about how interested you'd be in all of these wonderful gift ideas. Um, and we've got many, many ideas for you. Uh, many of them have been supplied by you, and we really appreciate the listeners who answered a couple different polls and questions that we put out there on social media um, so that we could get ideas and kind of crowdsource this episode a little bit. So thank you for that. But before we get into that, we want to start with our, I think, number one gift idea. Earlier today, I tweeted that we would have a mildly exciting announcement. I definitely didn't want to tease it too badly because it's, you know, nothing too groundbreaking. But I think it's exciting as far as Rail Splitter Nation goes. We have created a, an online store where you can purchase Rail Splitter merchandise. So you Yay. can, yeah, this is, a, this is a big moment for the show. Um, so you can purchase rail splitter t-shirts, rail splitter hoodies, long sleeve t-shirts, coffee mugs, all kinds of colors. Uh, very, very cool stuff. Uh, we did decide to go with a third party vendor uh, for a couple reasons. One, it's just a little outside of our availability to have them printed and then ship, you know, pack them and ship them and get them to you in a timely fashion and handle the purchasing and all of that. That's just a little bit more than we are ready to take off at this time. However, there are plenty of vendors out there who will do that for you, and we found one that's worked, and it works for a lot of different podcasts, uh, so we decided to use it for ours. Um, I do want to point out that this site does allow us to charge more than the cost as a revenue source. We are not doing that, so the cost that you're going to see is essentially the same cost uh, that would that it does for us we're not going to get uh, money back i think maybe one or two dollars per purchase um that of course will go right back into the show so um this is definitely not a fundraiser um in any real sense um but it, we do want to help you help us get the word out um and show your support for the show uh this is uh, never something that i ever dreamed we would be big enough to have and then when we when we sent out uh, this gift ideas episode idea, m a few people said Braille Splitter merch, and uh, I was kind of 
honored, I guess, that somebody should, somebody would say that or suggest that. So thank you for that yeah, suggestion. When we say a few, we mean a few thousand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. So, uh, so <laughs> I will, of course, tweet out the link to the um, to the online store, but I can give it to you right now. It is Teespring, T-E-E spring.com slash stores, S-T-O-R-E-S, slash The Rail Splitter Podcast teespring.com slash stores slash the rail splitter podcast and you can purchase rail splitter merch or put it on your list now a couple real quick disclaimers i know that it's december 6th i'm pretty sure that they can get it to you by the holidays but again like the shipping the charging all that stuff sizing all that stuff is out of our hands other than we did research to find what we think is a pretty reputable site um so we're very hopeful that this will all work out and all signs indicate that they should be great. So if you order in the next couple days, I I'm pretty confident you'll get it. But again, that stuff's out of our hands. Um, and from a Canadian perspective, the prices are good. Yep. And you can buy it worldwide. So I know we do have some listeners, um, across the pond over in Europe. Um, I lowered even the Euro cause we can do charge different prices with euros. And, uh, I lowered that a little bit cause they were, quite a bit more pricey using euro so um you can get a coffee mug for 12 dollars. t-shirts are 18 uh, they come in various sizes hoodies are 25 long sleeve t-shirts are 20 and then there's um like a like a high quality i think more athletic kind of shirt uh that's 22 um so um, one other small announcement right now, there's one t-shirt or one design for the mug, the hoodie, they're all the same. And that's our logo, uh, trying to get that out there. Um, so we will update the store as time goes by. And as we come up with ideas for kind of more show related stuff. So you might see a Miller Fillmore idea out there. You might see <laughs> some inside jokes Why about, well, you know, I mean, it's jacket. not, I mean, I'm not that's saying like a Miller Fillmore show. Once this episode, we need one more to make up for <laughs> not being mentioned last episode. That's true. So, uh, so right now they're just the logo, but we will add some, uh, kind of funny show inside joke, you know, kind of stuff, Lincoln humor, that kind of thing. Um, as we come up with ideas, but right now they are um, what it looks like to be very high quality shirts. I put a bunch of different colors on there. Um, in the front is the um, the old timey microphone with a top hat and a beard uh, that says the Rail Splitter Podcast, and then on the back uh, it has our little tagline: "Walk, walk the world, walking the world uh, with Mal's tour done and with charity for all." So, head um, on out there, buy some shirts, tell your loved ones that you want some Rail Splitter merch uh wear it with pride i guarantee you one of my resolutions here in the new year is to do a much better job with the social media side of things um on uh for the show i promise if you tag us at a civil war site at a lincoln site anywhere really wearing your rail splitter merch we will absolutely retweet it and give you as many likes as humanly possible because uh, that would be super super cool to go to the museum or go to Fredericksburg or anywhere and, and, and wear the rail splitter merch and let us know if people ask about it and all that kind of stuff I think it'd be super cool um, in the coffee mug you know sip sip your morning coffee that'd be kind of cool too so uh, maybe a t- conversation at the workplace so number one with an asterisk on our holiday gift ideas list which we did not intend to have until we put it together this week, <laughs> what is Rail Splitter merch. So go to teespring.com. I will send out the link in various forms and get yourself some Rail Splitter stuff. So just be just be prepared because you know you're gonna bump into people and be like, oh, you're you're a Rail Splitter too. So you know because literally thousands. You will show up to social functions like, oh, you wore the same thing I did. Oh, oh this is God. this is a, cat- a social catastrophe. No, no, we encourage wearing <laughs> rail splitters together in packs and to roam this great nation, as well as the great nation of Canada. Thank you. Um, this great continent. As well as other continents, actually. Shit, let's just rule the world with rail splitter shirts. <laughs> so, so um, I know Nick did a lot of work for this episode. We all kind of have different ideas and different angles. We're going with the gift ideas. So, Nick, why don't you go ahead and get us started this week? 
Oh man, how are we doing this? This like one at a time, round table. We throwing in the guest. Uh, however we want. Let's just kind of play Why it by ear. Why don't we do round table and then we'll do the guests or the listeners? Okay, I'm down. So round table and then the listeners. Okay, a lot of my I originally had my list split into three sections: stockings, stuffers. Stockings is a big thing for my family. I don't know why; it always has been. It's like the little knickknack stuff, you know, the fun little crap um, that's put in there. So I don't know if you guys and others do it that way. Then I had like the regular gifts, you know, those are the ones that get wrapped underneath the tree. And then uh, I also had a white elephant gift. Most of my stocky stuffers showed up on our um, other guest stuff, our guests, our fans put that stuff out there so i'm gonna avoid that my white elephant gift was brought up too so i don't know why i said all this totally didn't need to but boys you mentioned this a couple weeks ago and i think this is great i've actually added it to my real life christmas list is the hardcover box set of the berlin game so um i decided i definitely need to get it need to start cracking that puppy open uh, can't avoid it much longer um so you know, I'm ready to dive into that two million page epic hardcover box set. If you're freaking out right now, don't worry. It's two million words, not two million pages. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so that is number one on my list. Uh, I will second that. I'm looking at mine right now. It is great to have. Um, so great choice. Mary, what do you got for us? Uh, I've got Lincoln items from the website Redbubble, which yeah. I've mentioned a couple times on here. So I, I have a piece, Peacemakers t-shirt with the Peacemakers painting on it. Um, there's also a Rail Splitter t-shirt, which is like a mock t-shirt from the 1860 election. And it's very, very cool. But I mean, me personally, I would take anything Lincoln Civil War related from there. Um, I'll be honest, Black Friday, I ordered something for myself from Redbubble. Um, I was getting a couple Christmas gifts for some of my friends and I ordered myself a t-shirt with, uh, the Rock of Chickamauga on it. All right. So, it's not Lincoln related, but... But still, I'm going back to Chickamauga on Easter weekend, so I wanted to have that T-shirt to wear. So I ordered it. Cool. Remember, yeah. Uh, though, if you want the official rail splitter shirt, go to T Sports. <laughs> blah 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 no, blah blah blah. T Frat. Told you, I'm not good at the spelling game. <laughs> T Sports. So, quick update. Um, I just checked. Um, we sold a shirt. Uh, to 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 me. <laughs> Um, you're gonna sell more tomorrow because i've got a shopping cart full of stuff we can't spoil it in case it's for uh, anybody who's listening but um so just a quick update on the delivery if you deliver um when the show uh, drops um you'll get uh standard delivery which will get it between the 19th and the 21st which gives us gives you a little you know enough time for the holidays or for just four dollars extra um, they'll print it immediately and you'll get it by the 14th, um, nice. which is, which is one week from Friday, one week from, from when, when many of you are probably listening to the show, which would be uh, Friday the 7th. So, um, so I'm probably just going to go with the rush delivery just to make sure that I, I get it. Um, but so it looks like if you order in the, in the next few days, you will get it by the holidays. They also do have a super rush delivery. Uh, which is seven dollars extra and that would come two days before that so if you order um probably if you listen to this episode or see us on social media within within the week i think you'll get it um by the holidays so that would be uh that would be good uh so um the track that i took with my gift selections um because i am the parent on the team um I kind of wanted to go with um, kind of that angle with my choices, so I tried to pick things that were a little bit more uh, that that those of you who have uh, kids may go with uh, as far as gift ideas for your kids, uh, because sometimes you know I've kind of run into it where I get really excited because I'm a history buff and I buy something for my kids and they don't really care. But so to try to find things that are more kid oriented that work well. Um, so the first one's kind of a dud. So I'm going to start with that, and then I'll get better as I as we go on. But one of the best gifts I've ever gotten was the Lego Lincoln Memorial, 
which is a fantastic Lego set. Uh, very fun build. Uh, kind of, you know, it, it took a while. It was fun. My, you know, my son was able to build one of his sets while I built the Lincoln Memorial, and we kind of got to talk about the architecture of it. The reason it's kind of a bust, they discontinued it. So I was super excited. I'm preparing for this episode. I'm like, I got to find out how much this was. I think it was like 30 or $40. Nice range for a good gift for someone. Um, I'm like, $130? Why is it $130? Well, that's because you can only get it from people who have them kind of in inventory or, or laying around because they discontinued the architecture set. So that was kind of a downer. I apologize for that. So if you can find a, you know, a used one or one on eBay or something that's affordable, it is a really good set, and I very much recommend it. Um, they also have a White House, um, which, is, which is also pretty cool. I have the White House um, set also. Um, so it was a good idea. It was a great gift. I really appreciated it. Unfortunately, LEGO did discontinue the line. So I'll make up for it hopefully in my next selections uh, for you parents out there. All right, so um, my next gift will be some, you know, some threads, as the kids call it, um, for you that don't hang out with kids all the time. Uh, that's clothing. I, after I buy my rail splitter shirts, the fifteen of them, I will <laughs> then wrap our favorite soccer team, the Lincoln City. Yes. Such a and there is a badass sweater on there. It looks like it's almost like Christmas theme. Um, some good jerseys. I was just looking at it here before we went on air tonight. So you got to represent Lincoln City, our powerhouse team. So um, that's next on my list. Got to represent a football team. That's right. Game. The Lincoln City Imps, who are having a great season, by the way. They're in first place, top of the table. It's a good time. A little bit harder so. probably to get their gear now before it's out of stock. Actually, the one sweater I was looking at, I was actually seriously thinking about buying, uh, is out of stock, unfortunately. Oh, no. So. Of course. But, uh, yeah, so that's my gift. Over to you, Mary. Okay, so my next one. I'm all about practical gifts sometimes because I guess I'm a little bit boring. But when I was at the Gettysburg Visitor Center, I don't know, I spent a couple hours in there one day. Um, anyway, so the guys get to see this. This is my... No, oh, nice. Bottle I got, and it's got the whole Gettysburg address on it. That is so, cool, and that's like—is that one of those that, that like? It's it's metal, so it's got like a lid. It keeps it nice and cold. Um, I almost didn't buy it, but then the cashier was ringing my stuff in, and she got gotcha. me the total, and I'm like, you know what? I need one more thing. <laughs> So I grabbed this and I just thought, well, and then I got to thinking, well, that's a really practical gift. If someone loves Lincoln and give them a water bottle. Mm -hmm. You and could put a shit ton of booze in that too. Oh, you probably could. It's the Actually, holidays. Actually, I would probably hold a bottle of wine. Eggnog? Throw some eggnog in there yeah. for the holidays? Yeah. I, I feel like that's common. People put eggnog a lot in water bottles. Yeah. <laughs> you, could do that. you could put beer in there and it could be four score and seven beers ago you think of that seven yeah. beers no <laughs> oh you know what that's, that's so crazy that you, I, that's so amazing that you just said that because i was at the the ymca yesterday and there was a guy working out with a shirt with abraham lincoln with sunglasses on it that said four score and seven beers ago <laughs> and i was just like of course i didn't say anything but i'm like nope oh, this weekend lincoln there you go um <laughs> So uh, many of us, uh, I'm sure, will bring up books, and many of you all suggested books, which I think is um, a very, very good suggestion. Um, I wanted to, and I've talked about this on the show a couple times, but I wanted to talk about two specific books uh, because I think it, it, it presents a very um, good opportunity for uh, parents. And that is James Swanson's books on the assassination, which is Bloody Crimes and Bloody Times, I believe, um, which are both books about the Lincoln assassination. But he did something that I'm surprised that more people don't do. Um, and I think it's just such a fascinating idea. He wrote a, a book for um, adults and for young adults with the same content uh, or same idea. So 
Um, the Bloody Times is about the, the funeral for Abraham Lincoln and the manhunt for Jefferson Davis. And Bloody Crimes is the chase for Jefferson Davis and the death pageant for Lincoln's corpse. Um, so one is a um, young adult book. One is for adults. They're both very good. And you could have the unique experience of giving your middle grade learner a book at their level. You get a book at your level and you can read them at the same time and have a discussion about it, almost like a book club within your family um, with without you having to kind of reach down. Oh, I have no problem with reading Young Adult. I do it all the time. But um, So I think that that's cool. He actually, he actually has two of them. The other one is Manhunt, which is the adult one that is the 12-day the chase for Lincoln's killer and Chasen's Link, Chasing Lincoln's Killer, The Search for John Wilkes Booth. That's the YA one. So um, if you kind of bought those together, it could it could create a nice, fun reading experience if you have a, a younger history buff in your family, and then you can also kind of participate right along, which I think is super cool. Nothing like bond, bonding over Lincoln's death. My <laughs> uh, <laughs> next gift is uh, I enjoy, like, weird, odd paintings, and I saw this painting. It's a painting of Abraham Lincoln. Eating a corn dog. The top of the corn dog is bit off. So, like, you're seeing, like, you know, the hot dog, the inside of it. And he has spilled some mustard on his shirt. And I was saving this for this week in Lincoln. But it is pretty awesome. I wish I had my phone. I texted to you guys right now. But uh, we'll definitely have to post this on there. Get that puppy with the nice little frame on it. Slap that on the damn wall. And you got yourself a Lincoln office. I mean, you could get, you know, the Gettysburg address frame to that. But why would you do that when you could get Lincoln spilling mustard on himself after eating a corn dog? That's America right there. Oh, yeah, that's America. 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 So try topping that one there, Mary. <laughs> I'm going to lump my next few um, all together, and that's memberships to various like forums, subscriptions to magazines. So the first one is a membership uh, with the Lincoln Forum, which I talked a little bit about last week on the show. Um, so it's $35 a year for an individual membership. Um, there's other options too, like you can become a life member for $500, I think. Um, so you get a newsletter, an invitation to the annual symposium, um, which is held every year at Gettysburg, just right before the anniversary of the Gettysburg Address on November 19th. And the forum is dedicated to the, to the study of Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War. So they have various scholarships that they, um, they've got a couple they give to students so that they can attend the forum every year. Um, they've got awards they give to people who have, like, you know, contributed greatly to Lincoln scholarship. Um, the next thing is a subscription to any Civil War magazine, like Civil War Times, um, because I think with um, if you study Lincoln, you almost have to at some point start studying the Civil War because it'll help you understand his presidency and who he was a little bit better. Um, and then finally, a membership to American Battlefield Trust to support the preservation of American battlefields, um, and they support the preservation of both revolution and Civil War. Excellent. Yeah, and that's a little that's bit a of great a great idea. Go ahead, Nick. I think that's a great gift idea. I really like that, especially the Battlefield Preservation one. So good thinking, Mary. Thank you. Yeah, and that's a little bit different, I think, that, and that's something maybe that folks who you know, aren't as into history would think of, you know, they're like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm looking for shirts or I'm looking for this. And that, that's definitely a unique idea that maybe folks wouldn't think about. So, um, yeah, that's, that's really good to point out. Um, the next thing I'm going to talk about is, uh, books for younger, uh, people. Um, the Lincoln kind of Lincoln picture books, I guess. I don't know if I really even like the term picture books, but that's usually where they're kind of categorized in bookstores and whatnot. Um, but there are several, um, and some I think are a little bit more engaging than others. And I think, uh, young people gravitate towards some more than others. Uh, Abe's Honest Words is among my favorite by Doreen Rappaport. Um, very nice paintings of Lincoln's life, um, and it has a nice message. It's part of a series that she's done. She's also, there's a King, a Martin Luther King one and a John Kennedy one. Um, that's a very good little biography um, in the picture book world. Uh, Abe Lincoln's Dream 
uh, is kind of more of a more of a fantasy type one where a you know a, a child um, I believe it's a young girl meets Abraham Lincoln in a dream and he kind of flies around with her and explains different parts of history to her which um, I think is um, it's fun my kids uh, really liked that one and that was um, it's it's more kind of it's newer it's more modern and it's kind of got um, you know the illustrations I think are a little um, kind of leave a little bit they, this, the, your child can imagine a little bit more they're not quite so re realistic they're kind of um, got some fantasy elements to them which is cool um, I do like looking for Lincoln a lot which is an older book but it's um, where where the, the girl talks to the Lincoln Memorial and he kind of uh, comes alive so those are the three that I I really like um, there's there's all kinds of them uh, but those I think kind of stand out if you're looking for picture books for um, someone who's in that four or five year old range um, those are the ones that have worked well for my family awesome all right mine is for those diehard Lincoln collectors I gotta grab it here so this is, you know, this is such a collectible. I haven't even taken it out of the packaging. So this is your official. You're gonna have to like dig deep for this, people, if you want this. But this is this is a gold. This is a gold mine. It, it is uh, the Abraham Lincoln, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, figurine, with guitar included. As you can see, I'm holding it up for you wow. right there. That's amazing. That, that is probably the cream of the crop. Um, I'll probably be handing this over when I die to the Lincoln Museum down in Springfield. <laughs> I believe this is more authentic than their current top hat. Um, so, yeah, I had to go there. So, he's crazy, wild stallions. Um, he was part of the band himself. So, yep, that is it's It's... This is it. This is the one. If you want to show how much you love your fellow rattle splitters, you get them this. So basically, if you can get your hands on a Lincoln signature, like, and it's authenticated, you should be like, nope, I've got to have that thing from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That is exactly what I'm saying, Mary. As somebody who worked in the museum industry, I think you would understand that. And I, yes. I am glad that you're pointing that out to our <laughs> listeners. So. Dude, his hair is pretty awesome in this. I haven't looked this closely at it in a while, but yep. Good luck topping that one, guys. That was pretty good. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I like, I like that one quite a lot. So me again? Yep. Okay, so I've got some books, um, and they're more for adults, I guess. Um, so I chose three different ones. The first is for somebody that is just getting started in Lincoln. And it's actually the book from our um, the first time we did the Real Splitter Book Club. And it's Lincoln, The Man That Saved America by David J. Kent. It's an excellent book if you're just getting started because it covers everything. And then from there, you can go and explore whatever aspect of his life that you want because um, he's got an excellent list of other books that you can, can read. Um, the second book is A Lincoln by Ron White, which is my favorite, just like single volume biography of Abraham Lincoln. And then I decided to pick um, a historical fiction as well. And I chose A Friend of Mr. Lincoln by Stephen Harrigan, who we had as a guest on the show, but it's also one of my favorite historical fiction books as well. So those three books, I think, would be great choices for anybody who's into Lincoln. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've read all of those, and I think they're all great. Um, what I have next is a book as well. Uh, we've talked about it on the show once or twice. Uh, Action Presidents, uh, volume number two, is Abraham Lincoln. This is going to be great for your like emerging reader, probably like seven, eight, nine year old, probably. Um, where uh, it's very kind of cartoonish um, drawings and um, very accessible text, uh, but it's going to take a really fun, fun spin on on Abraham Lincoln, and I think um, young people will really like it. Uh, the tagline: "Real history, fake jokes." Abraham Lincoln exclamation point. So, uh, the Action President series uh, uh, entry for Abraham Lincoln, I think, is uh, something I would recommend if you're looking for a, a small gift or a stocking stuffer for. Um, for a, 
early early um, reader, kind of in the early grades. Um, it's it's ten bucks on Amazon. It's on Prime. You can get it pretty cheap, and I'm sure your uh, local bookstores, which of course we um, support, would uh, would would have it as well. My next one is a uh, this is a a big ticket item. <laughs> so um, and uh, I think the you know our next governor of Illinois should step up to the plate. And buy all of us, or just pay the damn $9.7 million that is owed on the damn collection at the museum so we could get rid of this shit show that's going on around it. And we could just get the shit back there and keep it there and move on. So, soon to be new governor, buy or pay off the damn loan, especially so us in Illinois don't have to, um, the taxpayers. So. Yeah, this is for somebody who has nine point seven million dollars laying around, and 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 literally everyone in this generation and future generations, if they are on your list, you could buy them this gift, and it will be ours for for all time. And uh, this is the only show where you're going to hear about children's pictures book and hear terms like shit show within like five <laughs> minutes of each other. So, so we got that going for us. Oh hell, shit! The governor rounder, you could buy it on the way yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Nice little parting gift. Yeah, so perfect way to end the lame duck session right there. All right. <laughs> You're up, Barry. Okay, I only have one left on my list, uh, and it is a hat ornament. I saw it at the, uh, the Gettysburg gift shop, and it's basically just Abraham Lincoln's hat, and it's an ornament that you can hang on your tree. I, that is a good idea. Ornaments are great. Um, I will like to reiterate my thanks. Last year during the holidays, I got an Abraham Lincoln ornament in the mail, and I don't know who it was from. There was no note or anything in it, so whoever sent that, thank you, if you're listening. Um, uh, but yeah, ornaments. Uh, I like, sent it. Nobody's name on it. I'll <laughs> <think> whatever. <laughs> um, you're welcome. Thank yeah, you. We, yeah, thanks. Um uh, so yeah, th- yeah, that's a good uh, yeah um, holiday ornaments. I uh, speaking of holiday decorations, I very proudly every year take out my Abraham Lincoln Nutcracker, which I got at the museum, which was uh, I'll admit ridiculously overpriced, um, but uh, the kids have fun with that Abraham Lincoln Nutcracker. So you can always see if you can find one of those. Um, one thing uh, that I I just kind of want to say more generally speaking is um, especially for families is to go places and. Um, if you can, if you can pull it off with your kids to have them open up something and say, "Yay, we're going somewhere," um, without them being crushed that they didn't get whatever plastic piece of garbage they really wanted. <laughs> um, uh, but no, in all seriousness, uh, you know, if you could swing that gift for the holidays and, and your kids would be into it, try to go go somewhere. Uh, Civil War battlefields are always great. Um, we're definitely huge in my experience as a ten-year-old going. Um, to Civil War battlefields, I think, had a huge impact on my life. Uh, going to Springfield, I think, is very beneficial for my children now. Um, we're big into going to state capitals in general, so any state capital, I think, is so, they're so rich in history, and they've got so many different things to check out. So um, that's definitely a, a history-related thing is to, to go places. And, and, you know, I'm in no position to tell anybody how to, to parent or anything like that, but, but one lesson I think I've kind of learned is that there's there's no such thing as too young to go to some places like that. I think I'm a little I was a little nervous taking you know, my daughter's five, just like oh you know she's a little young, um, but they'll they'll take away from it what what is appropriate for a five year old to take away from it, and it's still a, a good experience and and they like it. Um, so you don't have to read every plaque and spend five hours in a museum. You can do it quickly. You can pay attention to your kids' attention spans, and you can play in the children's area, and you can do all that kind of stuff and still have a pretty good experience. So I've taken my, my little ones to the Henry Ford. Uh, they've been to like 14 state capitals. They've been to Gettysburg. They've been to the Lincoln Museum more times than I can count. Um, and as long as you keep it age appropriate and you're not trying to trying to make them graduate students when they're five, I think it's a good experience. Um, and if nothing else, they'll look at those photos and they'll look at that time together um hopefully the way that i do is which is very very special so um take your family places and make that a gift um 
you know, if you have the ability to do so, um, because I think that that's, um, you know, you can't put a price tag on experiences. So take them places. If you, if you need any recommendations for any uh, Civil War place, I think between the three of us, we've probably been to most of them. Um, and, you know, including Washington, D.C., Springfield, that kind of thing. So definitely shoot us uh, some questions if you have anything you want to know about different travel sites related to Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War. As well as the most western battlefield in Arizona. So um, you could probably skip that one, though. <laughs> See, but that's really valuable advice. You're like, you know what I'm going to do? That's where I want to go. What do I need to know about going there? Don't. Oh, nice. Okay, okay good. <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're really checking stuff off a list. No, I, I second what you, you said, Jeremy, as a kid who got, I was lucky enough to get to go to places. Um, I have a lot of great memories of going to the Henry Ford Museum when I was seven, going to Gettysburg, um, going to an exhibit about the Kennedy family in Florida uh, over the holidays. It's, believe me, your kids will remember it because I like that. I, do, I don't remember what I got for Christmas <laughs> most of the time. But I do remember that over the Christmas holidays, we did stuff like that. And that's what I remember. Yep. I mean, that's a big part of the holidays is hanging out with the fam and friends. So go to Fredericksburg. Just do it. The family, friends. Or other places, you know, wherever. <laughs> uh, I'm, I am out. Uh, well, like, most of my other stuff is already on from what our listeners gave so let's give them some credit so mary you want to do this you yep i can i can do it if you want let's go for it okay so we'll start with facebook so thank you to everybody twitter facebook who chimed in for this we greatly appreciate it we love the ideas and you guys are awesome and we always appreciate your support so for facebook Karen suggested Lincoln earrings. They're a penny style earring. I saw them at the Gettysburg Visitor Center. They're very cool. Uh, Jackson, he suggested for kids a Lincoln Lego figurine. Yes. Really cool. I got that yeah. for Father's oh, Day yeah. and it's in my car. Like I put it on the dashboard because it's cool. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And just a little FYI, if you get the, the Abraham Lincoln minifig, that's what in the Lego community they're referred to as minifigs. I know this because, you know, we're, we're a Lego <laughs> family. Uh, he's got a little Gettysburg address that he holds on to. So it's That's pretty awesome. cool. I was underwhelmed by his role in the Lincoln or in the Lego movie. I thought it was uh, not accurate, uh, but that's for, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> um, he also, Jackson also suggested some graphic novels. So the hypo, the melancholic Abraham Lincoln by Noah Van Skyver. And the murder of Abraham Lincoln by Rick Geary. Neither of those I've ever heard of, but I'm going to check them out. Um, I can add in one graphic novel to that. I can't remember the exact title, but I know it's about the Gettysburg Address, and it is excellent. It's really good. Um, it traces, you know, it, it explains Lincoln's Gettysburg Address, and it also tells about the founding of America. Um, I'm intrigued by those, definitely. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to look into that as well. And then Jackson also suggested a life-size Abraham cardboard cutout from Amazon, the Lincoln movie, and Lincoln's silhouette cookie cutter, which which was also suggested by a few other people too. Dude, the life-size cutouts, if there's other teachers listening, I have like a Kennedy one in my room. And like the kids like are obsessed with that thing. Like some kid like threw a scarf around it like this. And then like they're just obsessed with it. I don't know why. So I would highly recommend that. <laughs> One um, one small piece of advice, though, if you're going to do that, tell the night custodian that you're doing it, because they'll come in to vacuum the floors and turn on the light and see a life-size figure there, and it will scare them. <laughs> so you got to be careful. Do yourself, you know, just do the courtesy. If you're going to put it in your classroom, notify the night custodian. Sounds Fair. like you from experience. No, that literally, the the one in Nick's room almost killed the custodian because he was yeah he's yeah i don't know if i even told you about that nick but yeah he was quite startled by the life-size figurine when did this happen right after you put it up it was, it was i mean it's been a while probably six uh, seven years yeah yeah that's pretty awesome 
Um, anyway, carrying on. Uh, so Brian also on Facebook suggested books about Lincoln, which we've discussed a few that would be appropriate to give uh, people into Lincoln. Uh, David suggested Wendy Allen, who's an artist and owner of Lincoln Into Art, so you can purchase her art. Um, she's got an art gallery in Gettysburg, and I'm pretty sure I walked by it a couple times. It unfortunately was not open when I walked by it, but she had some pretty cool pieces. Um, Did you see the corn dog in the window? No. Okay. I don't think it's Wendy Allen then. <laughs> no, so. it's, I, I don't know. I don't think that's her style of art. <laughs> So she's no good is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, art is interpretive. Uh, so anyway, her website is lincolnintoart.com. Megan suggested DVDs of older Lincoln movies. So uh, I think it's Raymond Massey. Um, I would suggest Henry Fonda's. Um, I think it's young Abe Lincoln. And then John Bauer, who he's been on the show as a guest as well, he suggested, um, and so did a few others, museum memberships. So not just to the Lincoln Presidential Library Museum, but I'm thinking, you know, places like the Henry Ford, um, any battlefield as well, like, um, because you can help to fund the operation of the museum. And the one thing I wanted to add to this is if you're at a battlefield and you're purchasing items in their gift shop, often they will ask you to round up your purchase to support battle like the battlefield itself which i always do and i think that's a great thing to do just even if it's like 50 cents or whatever like that's going towards supporting the battlefield and preserving it for the future yeah and i'll um, uh, i'll second that um museum membership um point um it's 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 i kind of started my membership in the lincoln museum just kind of to support it i guess and i definitely get my money's worth i go there so often and i go there when i normally wouldn't because because i'm a member so i don't have to pay because it is a little pricey to get in and if you're a member you get in unlimited times so there's definitely financial benefit to it but you're also supporting the museum which is huge even if even if they're like maybe quote losing money on you because you go so often that it's like the membership is paid for itself i think they look at that membership um especially to like when they're looking at their finances stuff like that's that's an annual revenue that they can count on and they know who they can go to for support um mm -hmm. but just as a member um, one thing that i think sometimes gets overlooked they're really the folks at the museum really um respect that and they're really appreciative and so when you go there you almost feel you like you feel really valued as a guest the lincoln museum values all of its guests and their guest relationships are very very strong um, but when you're a member, you know, like the, you have like a, you, you kind of check in with somebody and they, you know, they're, they're very, uh, they ask you, you know, ask you how you're doing. They're very nice. Um, ask you about the museum. Like, you know, it feels like you belong. It feels, you know, it just really feels, uh, cool and, and like you're really appreciated. And that's kind of nice too. Um, and, and it is a nice way to kind of say that you appreciate them as well. And you get a, you need to get a nice chance to chat with, with people who are, who work there and, and you kind of can see see familiar faces so i like it for that reason and i also like it because i go whenever i feel like it when i'm in springfield because i'm a member it's not like i have to spend 40 dollars or whatever to bring my family there uh, because i have that membership where you can just go we can go for a half hour we can go for twice in one day you know it doesn't it doesn't really matter so i agree um so then on twitter we got quite a few suggestions so uh, at Mr. Lincoln, Lincoln Belongs to the Ages, suggested just going along with the theme of memberships and purchasing items. Um, so purchasing items from the websites of Ford's Theater, the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library Museum, Lincoln Museum in Harrogate, Tennessee, and I would add to that the Gettysburg Visitor Center, uh, Chickamauga, any of the battlefields, because any purchases you make at these institutions are going to help support them. Um, and that goes a long way into preserving that history for, for future generations. Um, he also suggested books like A Lincoln by Ronald C. White, which I mentioned earlier, uh, Lincoln by David Herbert Donald, another awesome single volume by and 20 Days by Dorothy M. Coonhart, which I'm not sure if that book is in print anymore. Um, I think they might've reprinted it a few years ago, but um, I'm not too sure. But anyway, I have a copy of it. It's really good. Um, it's about the assassination of the funeral train. And then he also said uh, CDVs or Lincoln signature, you know, stuff that like can't possibly 
afford or whatever, but, but still, you know, kind of dream gifts. Um, Howling Chihuahua on Twitter uh, suggested Lincoln mugs with an image of him or his quotes. And as somebody who uh, just came home from Gettysburg with five more coffee mugs, Holy uh, shit. yeah, I'm obsessed. That is crazy. You've got yeah. a problem, Mary. I, I know I do. <laughs> um, anyway, and then portraits of the Lincoln family. Uh, Moki fan. So, how many books and mugs did you bring back from your visit to Gettysburg? Um, Fifteen books, five Dude. mugs. Did you? Hey, if you know Mary, listen to this. Don't buy her shit. She got too many mugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she take her off your Lincoln either. Rail Splitter gift list. Yeah. She's got like she has enough. Buy me Rail Splitter merch. Buy her yeah. a box to put all that shit in. <laughs> Buy me a new bookcase. Yeah. yeah. Or the, like with those mug holders, you know, you can get like the mug tree holder. Yeah. Actually, I do need that. See, I like mugs. Like I do. I like mugs too. Like I've got a lot of mugs that I think are cool, like have, you know, funny sayings or whatever. But then I got one of those really nice, like, like it never, your coffee never gets cold things. So I don't use my mugs anymore. So they just kind of like sit, like I have a couple out in my office just to display. Well, it depends what mood I'm in. Like, sometimes I'm in the mood to have a coffee with my Rocket Chickamauga mug. Sometimes it's Sean what mo- What mood is Rocket Chickamauga cup? That's what I want to know. That's when I'm up at, like, 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning doing research for the show. Okay, they're all business. <laughs> you don't, you don't yeah, know what that business, mood's like, Nick. Business. Yeah, you, you have no idea what that mood feels like. <laughs> No, the McClellan bugs, like when you're still in your PJs at two. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. move it. Let's see, this Saturday feels more like a Nick. Do. That feels more like a Nick, a Nick mug. Yeah, it's <laughs> different. Different mugs for different moods, Nick. All right, all right, I got it. Yeah. Okay, so um, Moki fan on Twitter said, "Anything signed by Lincoln?" Uh, Nathan Perry said, "Lincoln socks." Oh, oh yeah. good, good, yes. Yeah. There good are so many stuffer. good Lincoln socks out there. Yeah, I remember when I got my first pair, it was like, that, that was, they were like the Lincoln socks. And now there's like a lot of them, so. Okay, so can anybody have too many Lincoln socks? Like, uh, no. I have too many mugs, apparently. No, you use like, you change your socks every day. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, you, can use, you can use a new mug every day. So. I literally use my coffee mug the same one every day at work. Hell, I don't even put soap in it half the time. <laughs> See, the, yeah, this reminds me to my my pre-married days where it was like the amount, number of coffee mugs you have dictated how long it took between times doing the dishes and the number of socks you had determined how long you would wait between doing the laundry. Like, when do you do laundry? Well, when I don't have any more clean socks. Um, so if you get the more Lincoln socks you get, the less frequently you have to do laundry. Until you have a family and like you know you're always doing laundry and it just never ends and it's a cycle that you know you can never get on top of and you know this is forty anyway go ahead. Um, so David said he didn't suggest anything but he pointed out that in at the Henry Ford Museum right now there's a Lincoln themed Christmas tree in the gift shop and he posted a photo of that so I will retweet that later or in a little while. Um, and, and real quick, just to kind of go on that that gift shop idea, and I know that um, that your friend Jeff mentioned it as well. I, I have to admit, I'm guilty of um, kind of lamenting because the, those shops are expensive. Um, they are. But like, I need to do a better job of realizing that it's not like it's going to like corporate America, you know, to like some oligarch somewhere or whatever. You know, like the the reason that the the, the merchandise and the museum store is expensive is because it, it it does help raise funds for the museum so um purchasing it from there i think is is better and try to trying to resist that temptation to see well i'll just see if it's on prime and um get it that way especially in the case of a of a museum is is definitely worth it so i'm gonna i'm gonna make a better effort to to shop at those places for sure yeah no they're uh, yeah they are expensive but when you think about what they're going, like what they're preserving and whatever, then it makes it worth it. And the um, one in Springfield actually has some really good stuff. It does. Like mm-hmm. I'm always very like when I go in there, I'm always like, oh man, I this looks good. This looks. I mean, obviously they always have good books, but like just some of the t-shirts are cool, clever. Um, mm-hmm. So there are a lot of good stuff in those shirts. Mm-hmm. Gettysburg does too. And there was a point where I had to go yeah. over to uh, to Jeff and say like. 
I'm removing myself right now from the spot where I'm going to buy everything in it. 17 mugs later. Yeah, but basically, <laughs> yeah. I just can't, I can't afford to buy things while she's like carrying two armloads of mugs. Like. Yeah, all these mugs. One of the mugs, I didn't realize how much it was till I got home and I, I was like, much for a mug? And I'm like, oh well. <laughs> it's got general meat on it, whatever. <laughs> Fine. Um, there is no price on general meat's mug. <laughs> there is not. Um, and I do not have a McClellan mug yet. <laughs> yet, uh-oh. Yeah. Um, so T. Duncan Mackey suggested a Lincoln votive camp votive. It's like one of those, you know, if, if you've ever gone to the dollar store and seen those votive candles with images of saints on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that. what it looks like. Yes, yeah, you can. That's awesome. There's actually those are really cool. They're um, they're I think it's a brand because our local record store uh, here in Rockford uh, sells them. They're called Secular Saint Candles, and they look just like those like devotional saint can uh, saint candles. Um, and there's one for Abraham Lincoln, and uh, it's I think it says the Great Emancipator on it. It's super cool. So that's a really good suggestion. Um, yeah, yeah no. the Secular Saint candle for Lincoln um, hmm. is definitely kind of a funny, kind of kitschier gift, but it's uh, it, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, he also suggested Live and Lincoln Band-Aids and the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum chime. Oh, and nice. Oh, shit. Yeah, they suggested a membership to the museum. Dude, uh, hopefully they're listening. Yeah, we'll, we'll sell some of our shirts in your store. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Yeah, so wow. So um, I don't know if the, the fee, if it went through on the feed or not. There was a little bit of a, a delay, but uh, so the Lincoln Museum itself uh, chimed in, so that's awesome. And they said a, a membership, so um, they 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 agree with many of our listeners and us that a, a membership is a good gift, and it is a nice gift too. Because I think some folks are a little like, oh, I don't know if I want to spend the money on a membership, but it's a really, I think the holidays are a good time to get some something for people who normally wouldn't buy it for themselves. So yeah, for sure, especially if you're in the area. And just so you know, the memberships are are are, are less or less expensive the farther away you live from the museum. Um, so like because I lived more than I think it was 150 miles from Springfield. I got like whatever membership for the price at the the level below it, because um, they do have different levels of membership. Um, and I'm like the national associate or something is my level, um, but it it's um, allows me to get in uh, myself and four guests and 10% off in the gift shop, and then I get a you do get a, a magazine quarterly called Four Score. I think we're four score and seven. So, yeah. And uh, loyalty of dogs. They're at loyalty of dogs on Twitter. And they actually tweet a lot about uh, dogs during the Civil War. Um, they're a very cool account. And I really suggest following them. They said Lincoln cookie cutters. Um, Adam Stone. So A-T-H-O-M-P-S-T-O-N-E. So Stone. Uh, lines of Contention a book about political cartoons of the civil war, which I thought was really cool. Um, I think I might pick that one up for myself. Um, Richard Vaughn MD on Twitter suggested a Lincoln Chia head, which was funny, quirky gift. Uh, Soldier girl blue, James Knights suggested membership to the Lincoln forum, which I talked about earlier. Um, and I just want to apologize to that person right now that I did not come back because they to me that they'd seen me there when I was visiting my friend and I said, Oh, I'll be back to see you. And I didn't make it back, back there to see them when I was in Gettysburg. Um, Judy, uh, Abe was a whiz, uh, underscore three, nine sixty on Twitter suggested socks, books, coffee mug, and a travel mug all to do with Lincoln. And Aaron M Clifford on Twitter suggested an ax, whetstone hammer and stakes. <laughs> Thinking, I think we all know what he's talking about in that. And finally, Scott posted a photo um, of Lincoln with the Gettysburg Address plus the 150th anniversary coin as a gift that you could give somebody. I'm sure it's probably only available on eBay now, but still for a diehard Lincoln fan, that's probably a great gift. Right after you buy the corn dog, Lincoln pick. <laughs> yes, I just want to and, and the rail splitter or and the uh, like from Bill and Ted's, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, correct. 
that those were fantastic suggestions from our listeners. So thank you, one and all, who supplied those. Um, I think the moral of the story is there's always something you can get a Lincoln fan. Um, whether you want it to be funny, whether you want it to be from the heart, whether you want it to be something that they will have as a keepsake, whether you want it to be an experience, you, there's always something uh, for the for the Lincoln fan. Um, you know, I think one thing that that I would suggest that we didn't really bring up is you could always go to Etsy too and just search Abraham Lincoln and you can get a, any number of quotes painted on old, you know. You know that trendy wood stuff now like there's all kinds of that stuff and there's also the penny earrings and jewelry and all kinds of cool stuff so um hopefully that'll give you some options uh, either to put on your list or to get uh, a loved one um, i believe if my calculations are correct um, we've offered you options ranging in price from a few dollars to 9.7 million so we've got something for every budget uh, we've got something for hopefully whether it's uh, maybe somebody in your office or somebody in your family or your spouse or your kids or whatever else. So um, if you have any other ideas, we'd be happy to hear them, um, you know, and uh, definitely share those. I will send the link out. But once again, if you do want some rail splitter merch, it's going to be teespring, T-E-E spring.com slash stores slash the rail splitter podcast. Or you just follow the link in the tweets and the Facebook posts that I put out here shortly. So, uh, Mary or Nick, did you have any uh, parting thoughts uh, for us before we take off? Just want to uh, say thank you. Oh, sorry. You go ahead. Just want to say thank you to all of our listeners on Twitter and Facebook who chimed in um, and gave us gift ideas, as well as to, to those that always listen to us. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. So, thank you. I agree. Yeah. Awesome gift ideas. Great interaction. So we love that. Um, got some shirts for the few of you that the few thousand of you that wanted them. <laughs> um, and, you know, if, if you know a Miller Fillmore fan, buy them a book about Lincoln so they realize what a real president is. And there it is. Um, second row. <laughs> Do we have to do our social media Lincoln thing today, or I think this whole thing has been social media and yeah. oh yeah, you're right, and this week in Lincoln. It. So like, yeah, I was yeah. thinking about that too. Like, man, if we've given you so many this week in Lincolns today, I don't think we need to give you one more. Um, so uh, please, uh, if you if you if you or somebody you know wants a real sports shirt, grab them. And then if you have any ideas for something funny that we can put on a shirt, um, in a few months we'll start maybe putting some other things out out there that that you can purchase. Um, as the year goes on, but for now it's, uh, it's going to be your, uh, your straight, uh, rail splitter logo, which we're really happy with, uh, shirt. So please, if you, if you'd like check those out, uh, otherwise you got all kinds of different ideas for the rail splitters in your life. Um, real quick, I'd like to give, uh, Nick Talent a shout out for the logo. We did that. So former student of mine, um, and did a great job. So, yep, I agree. Just get there. Yep. Yep. Much deserved. Um, just to keep it on your radar, I know it's very close to the holidays, but on December 20th, uh, we'll have our first installation of round two of the Rail Splitter Book Club, where we'll talk about the first four chapters of Lincoln's Greatest Speech by Ronald White, which is about the second inaugural. So if you're reading along with us, um, or if you're going to start reading along with those of us Rail Splitters who are yet, have yet to start the book, uh, go ahead and do that uh, so we can chat. Uh, once again, you don't have, like any other book club, you don't have to have read the book. Um, What's the date? We'll start. We're uh, looking at January, sorry, December 20th, uh, which will be the... December 20th. In two shit, weeks. I gotta get read. Yep, it's not a lot. It's I think it's like ninety pages or so for the yeah, first installment. So it's not oh, huge. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yep. Not a huge amount. Yeah. So Nick will read it the night before. Yep. So hopefully we're breaking that breaking. I the do work. that responsibly, so I remember everything that I read. So that's why I do that, not because I'm saving it to the last second. If anything, I'm doing myself a disservice for our listeners though, so they get the best book club experience. All right, so uh, Book Club will be in two shows. Next week we'll be back at you on the 13th with uh, another episode. So um, until then, for Rail Splitter Nick and Rail Splitter Mary, I am Rail Splitter Jeremy signing off for this week and reminding you to keep walking the world with malice toward none and charity for all. We'll see you soon. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs>